Hello, I am Peter Akinusi. I am Yinka Adeshethong. And this is Pop the Culture. Welcome to Pop the Culture, social commentary on pop culture, where we look at ideas, events, people from alternative and interesting perspectives. So with us in the studio, we have someone who is going to be lending us his voice to discuss this topic that we're going to be trashing today. So say hi. Hi, my name is Nero Jesse Daisuf. I run a creative agency called Fireworks in Abuja, Nigeria. Okay, so on the show today, we are asking the question, what's up with Nigerian security? A lot of people might say like, oh, is a, this is a pop culture show. What are you talking about Nigerian security? But over the last couple of days, weeks, months, years, we have seen this trend of like just blatant insecurity and this lack of uh, feeling secure. And we've heard all these stories on Twitter, on Facebook, and other social media platforms. We have seen these stories being highlighted. Um, one of the stories that recently was highlighted in social media was the story of the two girls, and I, th- I think one boy, yeah. who they were kidnapped from a birthday party, um, and they were abducted for days, but after a while, they were returned. Mm-hmm. They hashtag southern kaduna yeah southern kaduna killing killings is big and that that has been going on for a while yeah, um, it's just because it became like cool to talk about it well recently yeah yeah but it's been really 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 terrible like not just in southern kaduna in joss we've had instances uh, in plateau state mm-hmm. in villages on the outskirts of mm. the city of yeah. the capital city a lot of killings have occurred a lot of clashes have occurred and it's weird how sometimes you hear so and so happened with a police outpost or a military checkpoint a few yards away exactly and it's weird because i mean questions are asked if these guys who are in quote security forces or security what do you call them again operatives operatives rather are available why should such breaches of security occur so close by and like even beyond southern kaduna and i mean they're like all these example the fulani herdsmen in parts of binwe has been big and a lot of people have been asking there was this very sad story of a daughter of a family that was taken by the help yeah. by someone that they brought into the house into to the take house, care you know, like, and well and do stuff and and that person was taken and then you know like these and way other stories there was this one really sad story i heard of someone who got his tires deflated allegedly by a neighbor because they were fighting um three tires were deflated on the first day and this person goes to the police and is looking for police to come help and to for justice to be done and nothing is done and so the next day this person gets the last tire that was standing deflated and it got to exactly the last tire standing got (laughs) deflated yeah and it got to the point where the only justice that person could get was to just leave it for God. Do you understand? The infamous, the infamous leaving it, leave it for God. I'm such a Nigerian, you know. Let's just, you know, I can't do nothing, so God do everything. <laughs> it's like that's when you realize 
Yeah, that's where you realize there's a security problem in Nigeria. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Nerot, what do you think? We're talking about insecurity in Nigeria. What's up with Nigerian security? I think it has been really interesting to see over the past few weeks how social media has, should I say, played a part in kind of like educating people about what's been happening. You know, in the past, people are just in a bubble and insulated from what's been happening. Like, I grew up in Joss, you know, the only thing I that ever happened to me was just the crisis. <laughs> you know, there had there were hardly any robberies. It was there, you know, but it wasn't as bad as, you know, big towns like Lagos, Port Harcourt and the rest. You know, but now with social media, you see, like, they... they girls being abducted you know we saw thousands and thousands of retweets and people these girls they just they just left a birthday party and i think they went one wanted to buy something and did not come back home for one week you know it was very very scary to see something like that happen yeah like it's just what what i think is happening is people are more aware that okay the world is not really a safe place <laughs> as they thought it was, you know. Yeah. I saw on a TV series, um, what was it called? Criminal Minds. One quote, you know, at the end of every um, episode, they quote someone. And I saw a Helen Keller quote. I, I will just paraphrase it. It says, security is a, is a myth, is a superstition, and the children of men do not know it absolutely. Hmm. You know, that has kind of like deep deep stuff <laughs> very deep it, it, it has, you know, it has stuck with me since I think 2010 or, or so. And I had opportunity to um, intern at uh, an IT firm, and I was in the security network security department. And we'll monitor live attacks on their websites and their data center and all of that. And I learned so much how to protect what's yours. Like, there's no such thing as absolute security. Yeah. So what's up with Nigerian security? I think now with social media, we're just learning that these things happen you know so what should be done and i think one of the things triggering i can speak i can say for the abductions for the kidnappings is just people are hungry you know (laughs) boys never chop it sounds funny but it's 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 very true true, you know like endemic poverty and unemployment yeah you know it's terrible in lagos i saw that um, in 2016 yeah is it 246 murders and 51 kidnappings in 2016 alone that is lagos state and these are i'm sure these are numbers that can be accounted for yes a lot of times there are some that go unreported yeah and you know you can we can just sit here in abuja oh that's That's lagos we are insulated nothing can happen but in the past few weeks we've seen the spike one or two persons saying I was at so so and so place and you know you take that route to work or you come back <laughs> home, and you say this person I was attacked here my glass was... I had a friend last year he parked his car oh so the guy is no longer your friend <laughs> no, uh, he's my friend like me my friend last year don't mind he, he just came out of his car then someone attacked him like literally shot him but for some reason with a gun I assume. yes a gun, a gun his camera was taking his laptop and his photography equipment that's and this is in abuja this is in abuja his friend he went for a party somewhere the back the black uh, back screen of his vehicle was broken into and he took his own 
laptop bag which had all his writings and everything his research papers and all of that so there's that the kidnapping is happening mm-hmm. You know, then there's people breaking into people's cars and yeah, there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of that. Very yeah. Club people True. would would tell you that <laughs> when you park your car and they will break the small section of your back window, and and you know open your boots and take stuff and all of that thing. So, exactly. So these things are happening. Uh, Peter, why? Apart from the fact that Nerod said that okay, there's hunger in the land, the recession is hitting everyone. My question to you is so my question to you Peter is this the police is there to make us feel safe so what they are they doing or that's, yeah that's the question what are they doing that, that's a good question because probably doesn't have a solid answer because if we say what are they doing we're probably <laughs> pissing in the wind more or less because the honest truth is a lot of times we find out that these guys credit is due to the guys on the security forces that are actually trying to do their jobs yeah. Of course, this is this is not to be taken as an entire slant on I mean, it's a slant on the entire police force or security forces. A lot of times they've actually found robbers, they've you know um captured kidnappers and whatnot. <clears throat> but a lot of other times, the honest truth is they're not really doing anything. Yeah. Um, the truth is the people who have been put in place. Like I grew up in Joss too, and I've heard a lot of instances where attacks and clashes occur five or six minutes walk or drive away from, from a security outpost. Yeah. And you're wondering where where, are they? Where are they? Like do you understand? I mean it's it's ridiculous that there are so many checkpoints. If you're traveling home, a lot of times I've traveled to Joss for instance, and I can bet with you every twenty minutes there's a checkpoint. Right? And you're like (laughs) ordinarily on the face of things you can say, Oh, this this means nobody can pass through these streets or through these routes transporting weapons or anything that's supposed to foment trouble. And then you'd be surprised to find out that two or three days later X, there was a, an attack in XYZ place and you're wondering okay so all those checkpoints what were they for so we exactly. seem obsessed with an idea like he said of mm-hmm. security when actually we're not safe so it's a, it's a false sense because it helps it makes you feel of relaxed you know you're going into this big supermarket and you're checking your boots mm-hmm. and I've always been very very wary of those kind of things because I mean like what if it's not a thorough <laughs> search you know that someone yeah. could have found a way to I pass bypass it. exactly in so you and when you see that kind of thing happen you know for a fact that we're truly not secure yeah I think what we have is this idea that if they see us trying to be secure and mm-hmm. trying to check boots, mm-hmm. it would like it would stop the people that want to ferment trouble. Mm-hmm. Like Peter said, he's mm-hmm. the one that started using the word ferment mm-hmm. trouble. Ferment, <laughs> ferment <laughs> <laughs> trouble. That was an English lesson for me. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a good one. So these people that are fermenting trouble, maybe it will stop them from doing the evil that are doing. So like security is almost is non-existent that's just one side of it because on on the other hand for a lot of cases where okay the deed has been done Mm -hmm. before we we had just finished talking about okay who are the people that are supposed to stop certain nefarious acts from going on Mm -hmm. then when the deed has been done and then you take a report to um the police station for instance yeah a lot of times nothing is done or they lead you down this horrible rabbit hole where they ask you to do write statements, yeah. pay money, pay money, and do I mean, and you're like, come on, you do realize all this time, assuming, uh, assuming we're, we're 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 being serious now, all these periods of time that are spent writing statements 
answering silly questions from you guys. Assuming you guys were out there on the field trying to chase down one lead, maybe you'd have made more progress yeah. than sitting me in down in, in your police station asking me silly questions like, are you sure? Because a lot of times you hear silly comments from security agents like, are you sure it's not just small children that went to have so, a party, to have fun? Yeah. And, they, and you're like, okay, uh, even if that's the case, uh, your responsibility as a law enforcement officer is to make sure, fine, a report has been brought here. I have to go and either investigate or at least try and make contact with people I know mm-hmm. in Susanso area. What can be done to improve the situation? So what we have is a situation where, first of all, there's no justice or protection. Yeah. Then secondly, there's zero or literally little that is done when a report is brought forward in terms of trying to, okay, how can we solve this problem going yeah. forward? So I think that's one of the things that Nigerians... So if, as a kidnapper, I'm aware of this, mm-hmm. honestly... Business will be booming, of yeah. course, definitely. And, and business is booming. booming. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about just kidnappers, people that impersonate police officers, yeah, people that you know, like this thing we see about malls. You go to a mall and they're busy checking your cars and whatnot. But you, as a customer of that mall, you know very well you dare not leave your bag or a laptop in the front seat of your car, yeah. locked or not, because there's a huge chance that security guys will be standing there somebody uh-huh. will break into your car uh-huh. take your laptop uh-huh. and walk away and when you come back and you're like ah what happened they'll be like oh sorry we didn't see him and you're left to carry your cross yeah. like that's like literally like first of all you have <laughs> broken car glass uh-huh. and then your laptop Stolen, is gone and you're like oh man life is hard and i mean it's a really 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 tragic situation okay. Found okay. Ourselves okay. In. i have a very quick question yeah so security now different levels right yeah. so the southern Kaduna killings is we can say that's national security, right? Yeah. Then the abductions is more local. No, personal security, personal. individual, individual, yeah. right? So the factors that I've said and um, probably one of the things that triggers or that makes boys go around <laughs> kidnapping <Say> boys <laughs> is <laughs> nice. um, hunger. hunger, like you said, yeah, poverty, unemployment. Mm-hmm. So is it that when? the employed will see a reduction in this yeah well but you know for the southern cardinal killings the factors are too much you too complicated we we'll need, we'll need probably another episode, episode exactly to stretch like, this all out. In, for instance this southern cardinal thing is linked to the couple of conversations i had with a couple of people about two or three years ago the Boko haram scourge that swept through the northeast yeah it's a very complicated thing a lot of times the way people are radicalized is it would be hard for you to walk up to someone who is not, who is occupied mm-hmm. doing something, in quote, meaningful before, you know, it'd be hard to walk up to that person and radicalize him. But there are a lot of idle guys on the streets these days. Yeah. Now, let me put out a disclaimer to those who are listening to pop the culture. Nobody here has said the reason it is justified because somebody is broke, broke yeah. because somebody is jobless. It's okay for you to go and engage in all sorts of Negative. bad. Nah, 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 fam. That's not what we said. Mm-hmm. What we're saying is people are available and there's that famous, you know, Maxim, um, the idle man, devil's <laughs> workshop. <laughs> Literally, it is. All right. You, it is. This is not to say there aren't a lot of educated, well-employed people mm-hmm. who actually sit down. Plan. If we put our minds to it, we could probably sit down and write an outline on how to kidnap somebody. <laughs> but so there's that. There's on that level. There's that. There's the whole. Yes, these people really have nothing else to do. That is why they're doing that. It is not an excuse. That's one. Two. On the level of, like you said. In some places, the government needs to do more. True. Whether, I mean, 
and it it could be something as small as putting lights in certain areas. Yes, good. We were driving. Good. I think we were driving. Was it a yesterday? Couple of, yesterday. That was yesterday. Well, we well lit roads. Well yes. Streets. I mean, we yeah. drove. I think an entire five minute stretch. The road was mm. pitch black, and it was simply the only reason there was light was because you know every now and then Nigerian drivers are famous for. Like, <laughs> putting full beams full beams like i don't know man it's like we have <laughs> iphone <lights. in> <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that another day and that, and you ask yourself come on there's some little steps that can be taken you put floodlights in places yeah. did i say floodlights sorry street lamps <laughs> some places they need floodlights <laughs> no something as simple as street lamps yeah. one two if you deploy four or five policemen or soldiers please ensure that these are guys i've seen a lot of policemen and i'm not talking about those Fancy looking ones that were in the Avengers in Civil War. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking there's the Nigerian police guys that are writing apples. With nice. A lot of respect to the police force. There are a lot of policemen that you ask yourself, if push comes to shove, as weak and puny as I am, I can beat this guy now. Mm-hmm. Now is that guy supposed to provide protection for an entire you know, you know block above, of, of about buildings? that? I don't know. The police force, do they need more training? Do they need better salaries no and but I that, that I is think, now part of I that think, conversation yes. that we are supposed, we're, we're supposed to have, to, supposed to have so think, because we can't cover it here <laughs> they no, we can't cover it here. because did, did you imagine i saw that skilled? there are just about four hundred thousand policemen in nigeria in nigeria for yeah. the billion for 180 million people but to be what? fair is it the problem of security especially the security that government is supposed to provide oh. is systemic yeah it's a deeply rooted systemic Issue. problem yeah. that has to be dealt with from the ground up. Like Peter said, there are simple small steps that can be done to reduce or, or increase our security. Okay. But because in the end of it all, yeah. yes, in the end of it all, it, it, it boils down to you. You as a citizen. Because the truth yeah. is, like we said, we started from the government. And we said, exactly. if we wait, the honest truth is, if we wait for the government to mm-hmm. help us, <laughs> with all due respect to the government, we respect you guys. Think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we will, we will, we're basically going to we grow do. a long beard just in case yes, yeah, yes, just yes, in, yes, yeah yes, that's yes. true <laughs> i take everything i said back about we love you we love you we have to take steps as individuals now it now comes down to the citizens it shouldn't be that way but yeah. hey this is the reality we live no, in yeah, no, it right should it should be like both ways the no. government has a part to play the and you have, have you have a part, part. but now yeah. you but have now to pay bigger yes i just burden. like yeah. it's Work you group. know <laughs> lately yeah. michael jackson's don't care about us yeah has <laughs> been playing in my head a lot <laughs> like all i want to say is that they don't really care about shout us. out to mikey so wherever you are that was a dope song. <laughs> so you know we have to recognize that it's it's one thing to always shout and you know hold the government and tell them they need to do more. But since they are not doing anything, what are, doing? What are we doing? Okay, now? so that's a very very yes. um, like that's important a place yeah. to to now ask. So we have spoken about Nigerian security. We have spoken about the problems, the issues. What do you think people can do on their individual level to help them be more secure? Anybody care to pitch in? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let me see. For our generation, we are like mobile savvy. Everybody has, yes, tech savvy. Everybody has a phone at least. So number one, I'll say, tell people where you're going to. Tell people where you're going to. It's as simple as that. Just text someone, hey, I'm going to the market today. Or I'll be at so and place between so and so time, you know. And it, it, it can start from there. That will help a lot. Don't go to dark places. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if I have... 
Okay, yeah. Well, right well, I, like, I think what you're trying to say is to make use of the technology available. Okay, yeah. available. Is that what? Yeah. You know, you see people, people complain that um, why, why is someone posting his whereabouts on Twitter? And yeah, that has his own downside. Downside, yeah. you know, yeah. but at the same time, it helps. I learned the girls um, were kidnapped at, uh, at an eatery in Wusetu. Yeah. But they told people where they were going to. So yeah. I think investigation started from there. Okay. You know, so something like that. Let people know. Tell someone in your family. Tell your friend. Uh, something, you know. Then another thing is lock your doors, you know. Be mindful. I know, I know it's, it sounds cliche, but... Lock your doors while you're driving. I've had friends that they snatch their handbags from yeah. the cars. They open their doors. They open their doors. I have a couple of, funny enough, I have a couple of anecdotes, funny anecdotes like yeah. that. All heard in the past week. The first one was... Are you serious? Yes. The yeah. first one was she... Apparently, I think she was in a cab. Yeah. And um, she was using her phone. Okay. You know, she's by the window. And she leaned, you know, and was using her phone. And she says it took a while for her to realize that the hand that had come through the glass <laughs> yeah, was actually reaching for her phone before she could, you know, flick her left or was it left or right arm against because he had, apparently the guy was wearing a ring or something like that. So he punches the glass and then goes through to try and grab it. He, he broke the glass. The glass. Yeah. That's how desperate or should I I don't think desperate is probably the word. And snatched what? Savage. He was trying to savage, exactly. He was trying to grab her phone. And she was lucky enough to notice, wait, there's a hand. This is, you know, maybe I think she's one of those superhero movie and I like Sherlock Holmes type and I like situation. And quickly, you know, tried to flick his hand off against the broken glass. So he got injured and quickly pulled out his arm and then ran, ran away. Yeah. Luckily, the phone was not stolen. So there are cases like that. I would say in an instance like that, yes, you want to be saying, ah, in my own country, I can't be safe using my phone. Try not to use your phone. In the dark, close to windows. And That's another thing. Also, we're distracted a lot put, of times. Yeah, we're don't put it where you know it's obvious on the dashboard you know, or like the that. passenger seat yeah. or something. No, but I think the general word to say is be vigilant. Be vigilant. Yeah. So let's be all be vigilant citizens. And one of the things that I would like to highlight is don't you don't need to wait for something bad to happen to you precisely before you become vigilant. Yes. You don't have to wait. For for there to be like an invasion or for something to, to happen to someone in your family before you start taking steps, you know, to prevent yourself. So you need to be vigilant. So whether that requires, um, whether that means you locking your doors or being conscious of the people that are walking with you, you if you're driving on the road or yeah. if you're driving, try to notice if someone you. is is telling you. I know it may sound like the movies, but this is this is the world we are living in now. And these things will save you. And and for me, I know they in the studio they might not like me to say this. You need to be a little bit paranoid. <laughs> and any person that enters uh, any car that I'm in notice that I'm very paranoid about locking my doors. It's not because someone cannot break the glass or something, but it's just this is so unfair to the single people out there because public culture listeners will now hear this and be like. PTC said we should be paranoid. So now when guys approach them, they'll be like, no, I what do you want? I only said Are a, you try- lit, a little bit paranoid. Nobody said you should drive away someone that's coming to toast you. So, you know? so that's it. Yeah. For, for people that don't have their own cars, yeah. you know, that use um, taxis. Yeah, before you go in, please do not use, it may be hard, do not use, um, use only green colored taxis. 
That's a very well, that's good what about Even in Lagos. Because they are now making it so no. local. I mean, generally, what you're saying is... I've, I think never I get, lived in Lagos. They're, they're, but, but, you know, <laughs> minus that, I get what he means. They are authorized cabs. They are, yes. They're authorized cabbies, one. Even though we're saying use authorized cabbies, even then, be more careful. Be careful because true. a lot of times, I mean, there's nothing stopping an imposter from taking mm-hmm. or painting his cab mm-hmm. green. And then going around you know, kidnapping people. Then when I used to, yeah, when I mentioned it, I will scan the faces of the other passengers. I know that's not enough. I mean, the famous one chance. That's I, how the famous one chance occurs. Yeah. I try not to sit in, in between people. Nice. You know, yeah, because I just feel they can. Yeah, con- they can. They, they control the doors. They'll be stinking. The yeah. can't escape. <laughs> <laughs> well, bill is a security <laughs> issue. <Yeah. laughs> the you know the, so I try to stay. Close to the door. door. At least if you need to bolt yes. at any point. Yeah. yeah, there's that. Um, there's also take note. This is one thing people don't do. Take note of the plates, yeah. the registration plates of each car you're going to. It doesn't harm. It's, how much is the text message? Four bucks. Sometimes you don't even need to text. You could and just WhatsApp send an IM. Free. I mean, WhatsApp yeah. is free. Except yeah. Then yeah. what I've been doing lately, if if, if people come to my house and probably they're living in a taxi, I look he just. Take a, Take a picture of the Precisely. car yeah. with the plate number. Yeah, I think whatever it is you need to do, just under the guise of being vigilant, do it. And being, you know, you might get crazy looks. You yes. might get. You they know, might call you paranoid. Stairs, whatever. But paranoid is better, better. safe than sorry. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I think one last um, point that we could bring is, is technology is ubiquitous is around us yeah. we're using social media every day we're using the internet every day use these tools to your advantage so we could see how the so- social media was very um, important in bringing um, the people that were kidnapped and we see other stories like that but then use social media put out information about you know when you hear stories, security stories help uh-huh. in cases, retweet, post. Don't be that douchebag that refuses to retweet because, you know, it's against my brand. Yeah, you, you know, you know you're, you're too cool. You're too cool school, to, to really? do that. So use Twitter, use um, Facebook, Uber. About using social media. Yeah. We should try and empathize sometimes. I think too many people on social yeah. media are too quick to judge and even if um you know we saw a lot of people say trash about the girls that were abducted yeah whether they were kidnapped whether they ran away or whatever you don't know the story or on another part you're in another part of the world so just help as much as you can you don't know the story don't just conclude they went out to party and they are high and so just yeah. empathies and you know, so it, it ties into the points we made earlier about how people generally don't care about the situation until it comes to their doorstep. Yes. yes. I always say, before you make a comment, like, if someone is kidnapped and then you go, please, don't bug me. She went to have, in quote, fun with her boyfriend. <laughs> if it was your sister, would you say that? Exactly. Even if that was the truth. Yeah. Yes. Is that the first thought that, that will come, come to your mind? mind? I mean, let's be empathetic. Let's Even try. if that's the first thought, why not just ask yourself, okay, what if... That's the it's not what, true. What, what do we do next? Exactly. exactly. Try to be empathetic. Try to help where you can. Because, you know, the thing is, human beings always forget that you're supposed to be your brother's keeper. Yeah. 
And like I said, when we talked about putting the focus on citizens, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, sometimes we have to watch out for ourselves. The government or the authorities, the appropriate authorities, I don't will not that step. They don't. <laughs> exactly. That again. They honestly won't step up to the plate. We yeah. have to step up to the plate for yep. ourselves sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, and that's what we're basically saying. So, public culture is, you know, the system that is responsible for. Um, keeping you safe has kind of failed you and so the onus uh, the onus <laughs> the onus is on you to make sure that you are safe and the people that you love are safe so be vigilant be a little bit paranoid reach beyond your bubble and pay attention don't get lost in that dm that you're about to dive into <laughs> you, know? you know pay attention, attention. Yeah. and make sure you help watch each other's backs you know do to others as you would want others to do for you so mm -hmm. like let's all be vigilant let's all watch each other's backs and hopefully a time will come when we will need to be so conscious of our oh. own personal security because the system would have, would yeah. would have that for us would have our back so um that's it um we usually like to end our episodes by asking our guest or by asking um, someone in the studio what they are reading or listening to. And so, Nerat, uh, what have you been checking up this week? Okay, um, I'm reading this guy's book, Simon Sinek's Leaders It Last. And I'm also reading a book by Dietrich Bonhoeffer, um, The Cost of Discipleship. Yeah, okay. so those two. Uh, those sound like very very interesting books i think maybe we would put links to yeah we'll put links to them or yep. book review to okay. them or like the book review so in case you want to get more information about that then the link will be in the description the links will be in the description okay below so thank you so much for listening we hope you had an amazing time learning and hopefully laughing and just learning something about you remember to subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud so that when we release new episodes you can get it and listen to it um, make sure you share it with your friends if you like it then share it they like it of course come on <laughs> how can you not like that? it Peter said that not me so if you like it share it post it on your Facebook and your Twitter you can follow us the presenters on Twitter you can follow me yeah, at Yadi Chesson at y-a-d-e-s-e-s-a-n if you are not impressed by what you see i am trying my best <laughs> and you can follow peter um at n-g-b-e-d-e -E. that's at ngbede n-g-b-e-d-e -E. and um nemrot jesse dainsuf J-E-S-S-E-D-A-N-Y-U-S-U-F on all yeah. my social media. Sign us up for a spelling bee sometimes. <laughs> okay, and you can also follow Primate Culture on Twitter at Primate Culture um, just for more information. And we have conversations sometimes with the people that we follow. We want to be engaged. If you have questions, if you have suggestions, feedback, we'd like to hear feedback. We would like to hear it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, be safe.